All right, we're here at Melbourne Armageddon 2010, and I'm sitting down here with Lloyd Kaufman, who wears many hats. Uh, he's the co-creator of Trauma Pictures. He's also a director, a writer, sometimes even an actor, a producer, and... Um, and a foot fetishist. And, well, that as well. Oh, just like Quentin Tarantino. Renaissance man. Um, Renaissance so, man, pardon. <laughs> you wear so many hats. Yes, There's too much many to cover hats, in, the, in the five minutes we have. So what we want to talk to you about today, just give some advice on um, how to avoid pitfalls when you're getting into the film industry. Can we start by talking about um, your days when you're working on Hollywood films, things like you know Saturday Night Live? Well, I think the most important thing, uh, Troma has been around for 40 years, almost 40 years, and I think uh, Shakespeare said it all, to thine own self be true. Do what's in your heart, do what you believe in. Uh, and, of course, he wrote that uh, best-selling book, 101 Money-Making Screenplay Ideas, otherwise known as Hamlet. So that would be my advice to the young people. Uh, I did work on Rocky and Saturday Night Fever when I was young, but um, those movies never went anywhere. Instead, I have chosen to make movies that nobody watches. Tromeo and Juliet, Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead, coming soon to a theater near you. Thanks to Jigsaw, Jig, the good the good folks at Jigsaw, and um, other movies like The Toxic Avenger and stuff like that. But I was informed mainly by my uh, education, where I studied Latin and Chinese and history. And uh, read some books, young people. Don't just go out and watch zombie movies and uh, have some kind of inner resources. And uh, maybe you can grow up to make uh, Star Wars. But I, didn't, I mean, not that I made Star Wars. Yeah, you studied at Yale um, doing Chinese, was it? Yes, I majored in Chinese studies, and uh, Troma is very much influenced by Lao Tzu, the uh, yin and yang and all that kind of crap. Oh, quite obviously. Oh, sure. Can we talk a little bit about um, when, when you're kind of looking just for freelance work, how do you, you know, what, what kind of jobs do you want to go for and what, what to avoid? I think what you should do is read my books. I've written Make Your Own Damn Movie, Direct Your Own Damn Movie, Produce Your Own Damn Movie, and currently I'm almost completed writing Sell Your Own Damn Movie. So if you read my library, the Lloyd Kaufman Library, uh, published by Focal Press, a division of Reed Elsevier, you can uh, probably get exactly... uh, It's like film school. You don't need to go to film school. I think what's very, very important is... uh, not to uh, think of this as a money or a cow. Don't go into movies. It's an art form. It's a business, but most important, it's an art form. If you want to make money, I'd suggest making shoes or blue jeans or uh, something that people uh, something useful. Movies uh, are uh, something special, and you should only do it if you uh, really, really have the passion and the love of uh, expressing your soul. I really do like the enthusiasm with which you make your movies. One thing I'm kind of interested in is that I have heard that you, you don't feed your actors for like up to eight or ten hours at a time. Is, is, that, is that true? Do you, you push well, your uh, crew hard? Again, we make movies on a very small budget. And um, you, in order to make a trauma movie like Tromeo and Juliet or The Toxic Avenger, you need to sleep on the floor, perhaps, eat cheese sandwiches three times a day and learn how to defecate in a paper bag. You know, it's not about making money, not on the trauma movie. In fact, quite frankly, if people, pay, we could charge people to work on our movies. People pay $50,000 a year to go to film school, places like the University of Southern California or New York University, and I'm sure you have some expensive film schools in this country. Although I think you're, the Australians and the New Zealand film industries are more uh, 
helpful to the local filmmakers than the American uh, government is. But uh, trauma is a film school. Working on a trauma movie is film school. So if people don't want to suffer, don't work for trauma. You have to suffer for your art at trauma. And uh, with Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead, we actually had people who came from Australia to work on that movie. The Blood Boy, uh, he was from Australia. And somebody else in the special effects department came all the way from Australia. We had Japanese, we had French, German. They all came to a town called Buffalo, New York. And they all uh, came to work on, uh, from all over the world, they came to work on Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead. Very few were paid and the food was um, not exactly great. So, so if people are interested in getting on board your films, uh, how can they uh, get involved? Well, I think if you want to work on a trauma movie, um, ke- go to trauma.com, uh, www.trauma.com, or go to Lloyd Kaufman, uh, the at Lloyd Kaufman on Twitter. You can follow me. And right now we're organizing a movie called Father's Day, which is being shot in Canada. And then uh, Toxic Avenger Part 5 is... Uh, in the writing stages, and um, uh, uh, the, there's some remakes. Mother's Day has been remade. Troma's Charles Kaufman uh, movie, Mother's Day, and the Toxic Avenger is being remade by a big-time uh, producer who won an Oscar named uh, Akiva Goldsman. Uh, and Steve Pink, who directed uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, will be the director. So just keep an eye on our um, websites and on my. The best thing is probably follow me on Twitter because I give the fast-breaking news there and, and my Facebook. And uh, the, the opportunities are very easy to get at Troma. You just don't do it for the money. You, you will, uh, many people like Trey Parker, James Gunn, Vincent D'Onofrio, they all started with Troma, and they all, were, they all had to sleep on the floor and learn how to defecate in a paper bag. It's very glamorous. And yes. I like that you, you're not... I mean, you, you don't... Um shy away from yourself you get yourself covered in blood and 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 put yourself in the action as well well i'm a i'm a consummate filmmaker you know i direct i write i produce i act uh poultry guys night of the chicken dead which will be in theaters in australia and new zealand in the not too distant future uh you will see that um i have to play one of the main roles you know and uh we don't have a big budget and i know that i'll show up and uh a lot of people my age cannot uh, take the punishment of being in a trauma movie. As you mentioned, sometimes we are filming for uh, 20, 20 hours and then uh, we have a two-hour sleep and we have to start filming again. You know, this, isn't, uh, this is not exactly uh, uh, a baby uh, food. You know, we're serious about making movies we believe in and uh, that's why we've been around for 40 years. Yeah. Well, can we talk about the early years, like maybe some of the struggles in, in make, turning this into your career that you can live off? Well, the early years are, um, were easier than they are now because in the 70s, when we began Troma in 1974, the giant devil-worshipping international media conglomerates did not control the marketplace. The rules that used to protect the public against monopoly have virtually been done away with, and Rupert Murdoch controls controls the world pretty much, and it's a pretty awful situation. The proof of that is there are very few independent movie studios that have any more than uh, a small number of years of uh, of longevity. Troma is nearly 40 years old. That is aberrant. You can't find too many independent movie studios that are more than uh, two years old. I'm also curious. Your films are often, you know, very violent. You know, nudity and you know they're very R-rated. Yeah, yeah, better exactly. than nudity. It sells very well. Um, no, it doesn't. Sex doesn't huh? sell unless you're 
what sells is a good movie. Unless you have a good movie, it doesn't sell. And if that's what you think, you are very stupid. And no. this interview should stop. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just going to say. You, 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 you don't exist for 40 years by just formulaic stuff. There's sex and violence in our movies. There's singing and dancing. There's Shakespeare. There's Virgil from the Aeneid. There's uh, uh, Confucius. There's all sorts of stuff in our movies. Obviously, you haven't seen them. No, have I, you seen a trauma movie? Yeah, I saw what Toxic movie? Avenger. Oh, you've seen Toxic Avenger. All right. Well, that's 1982, and you can see that that movie has been a huge, huge uh, cultural influence, right? It's the only movie where a young boy's head is squashed by the wheel of an automobile that was made into a delightful children's cartoon show. That alone it should uh, uh, show people that uh, trauma is more than just sex. And sex does not sell unless you make it interesting and clever. Otherwise, you can just go to porno. Oh yes, yeah, certainly. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, well, I was came just out like that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. But I was apology not accepted. I'm very insulted. No, no, no. I'm just joking. What? I'm just oh, fucking. Okay. With you. Sorry, I was just worried for a second. Just fucking. With okay, you. Sorry. good. I, I apologize. No, no, no. Sorry. I, um, <laughs> I was just wondering if the right story came along, could you ever see yourself making a film that had no violence in it? My wife uh, tells me that all the time. My wife keeps saying, "Why don't you do do a? We made one children's movie called Doggy Tales." Uh, which uh, actually turned out to be a movie that more stoners, uh, hmm. more people, more pot smokers buy than the children. Although it's actually children like doggy tales. Uh, I, if a, if a great script came along that uh, you know made me laugh, I I would do. I just can't write it. I don't think I can write it. Hmm. The ideas that I come up with tend to have a lot of uh, extreme elements in it, and uh, it's just sort of in my nature. Uh, but I keep telling my wife that if if she identifies a script that's truly hilarious and socially significant, of course I would uh, invest in it and uh, lose my life savings. <laughs> it's very hard, by the way, to uh, survive if you're making romantic comedies unless uh, Gwyneth Paltrow or Julia Roberts are in them. You know, it's, Whereas if you make a movie that has a monster or that has somebody's head getting squashed uh, or that's got some hard-bodied lesbians, it, you know, someone's going to show up and buy a ticket. You know, maybe you won't make money, but you're not going to get killed. <laughs> Definitely. But if you make a romantic comedy with no stars, you could end up with zero money. You could lose all your money. Hmm. Poultry Guy's Night of the Chicken Dead is a risk-taking movie. It's got singing and dancing. It's got uh, some uh, fairly interesting uh, anti-fast food messages. and But it's got some hard-bodied lesbians. It's got some... Uh, explosive diarrhea it's got some amazing uh, projectile vomiting uh, transformation scenes uh, dismemberment uh, so that even though it has a serious undertone and even though there is some uh, Broadway Cole Porter uh, Rogers and Hammerstein singing and dancing it it someone's gonna buy a ticket because there are chicken Indian zombies or the, you know, the, the, as you say, the sex and violence, someone will buy a ticket. Or the monsters, the, uh, you know, we have monsters in that movie. So there are people that go to see every zombie movie. So there's some audience guaranteed for Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead. But, um, you know, it did quite well in the American theaters. And my guess is that the New York Times review was very helpful. Very helpful? What does that it mean? It was a good review. Oh, know, okay. So the audience, like, you know, true people. You know, you need to... People won't go to see a movie in the movie theater unless there's some sort of word of mouth. And in the case of Poultry Geist, we had word of beak. <laughs> Quite true. 
Well, I should uh, we'll wrap it up there, but I do want to uh, recommend um, yes, sir. Make Your Own Damn Movie is an excellent is an excellent book, and and of oh, course the books you are followed. There's um, uh, any... direct your own damn movie and produce yeah. your own damn movie. Did I mention that? Sorry, yeah, yeah. I took no. a lot of acid in the '60s, so I don't remember what I've said. Yeah. But, uh, but the advice there is, is really quite brilliant. Um, well, I do like you. the way that oh, you make films you. any way you can. I think that's the key. Is keep uh, J- Trey Parker is, uh, uh, read, uh, wrote the introduction to make your own, the guy who did South Park. Yeah. A lot of famous people started with trauma. Vincent D'Onofrio and Oliver Stone and Trey Parker. And, and Trey says that, you, he says that I keep making crap. I just keep making it and making it and making it and making it. And he's right. That's his advice to young people. Just keep making crap. Don't, don't. Don't over-analyze yourself. Don't psychoanalyze. Don't just get, you know, make the movie and learn your craft and uh, the passion will come if you're really serious. If you're not serious, there'll be no passion and you will go away and, uh, you know, make shoes. Very good. All right, thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you and thank you so much for being interested in uh, trauma entertainment and uh, the wonderful world of 40 years of trauma. Yeah, excellent. Thanks for listening to this special episode of the Canned Geek Podcast. This interview was conducted at the Armageddon Expo event held in Melbourne in 2010. For more information about all the Armageddon events running in both Australia and New Zealand, you can check out their website at armageddonexpo.com. And for every other geeky event happening in Australia and New Zealand, you can check out our website, cangeek.com.